The sun was almost directly overhead now, and it was getting pretty hot. But as they descended the trail, the kid felt the air grow cool around him, and he began to smell wood smoke. When they reached the bottom of the path, they were in a nest of boulders mingled with ancient trees. All right, Joe, come on down. The kid didn't see the campsite until they were right next to it. A small fire was set back under an overhang of rock, with a fallen tree trunk laid across the opening to sit on. Three horses were tethered in a shady spot not far off. What do you say, Red? Got ourselves a visitor. A man in a filthy shirt and dungarees stood up as they approached the fire. He was tall and thin, and as the kid drew near, his sharp, angular face broke into a wicked smile. He the one who followed us? He says he came alone. Benny Herring Benny? appeared to have more he than sure the usual the number of missing teeth, and he had a oh, deep God. scar across his huh. chin. A celebrity, huh? Well, well. Nice spot you got here. Benny pushed his face into the kids and scowled. How'd you spot our trail, huh? Who else knows about it? No one, as far as I know. He says he come here hunting flowers. <laughs> Why didn't you just kill him? Buzzards. You got a point there. Benny, you take his horse over there. Joe, tie the kid up. Sure. Joe shambled over to him, grinning out of narrow eyes. He smashed the kid across the face, over and back, caught him before he fell, then dragged his limp frame over to a stunted pine tree, scarcely taller than the kid himself. Not so smart now, are you, Sprout? The cactus kid felt blood trickling down his chin. He glared at Joe, taking a deep breath. Joe tied him tightly and well. Then he stared at the kid, who stared back at him. You ought to try to get some sleep. Then he set himself and punched the kid as hard as he could in the gut. The kid felt the wind leave him with a gasp. 